0: Do you have a child who's more than moody? Maybe you're worried they have a mood disorder. This is an important episode to help your child get the support they need. I'm Dr. Roseanne, and I'm a mental health trailblazer. And join me as we have real conversations about real solutions to kids' problems. And today we're talking about, is it a mood disorder or is this just normal behavior? Because you know what? Not easy to discern. And hopefully this conversation will help you to get the help you need as well as for your child in order to thrive. So let's dive in. So today we are talking about, is it a mood disorder or is it a typical behavior? Because many times people seek me out, they fly in, they come in, they contact me, they don't know, is this a developmental issue or is this a problem? So we're going to dive into exactly what the differences are so that you can make a more informed decision for what support you need, because you probably need support if you have a moody child, right? I I do and I get support and your child gets the help they need. It's always surprising to me how how long people wait. If you are looking for natural ways to support your child's mental health or your mental health or just your overall family wellness, hop over to drrosancom forward slash group. It's a free group where we talk about that. So let's look at the factors, right? Let's look at how do we know if it's a neurodevelopmental, if it's an issue that maybe this is a comorbid condition How do we know it's a mental health issue? How do we know this is just developmental? Because kids go through developmental stuff, right? So we're going to look at some factors. And this is a multi-part series related to mood and disrespectful behavior because I think that's one of the things people ask me a lot about, whether you call it backtalk or irritation or moodiness. The first thing we're going to look at is the duration and consistency. If it's a neurodevelopmental phase, something that kids go through, it's yes, it could be long. Yes, there can be some level of consistency, but it dissipates and it moves on. There might be a short period, a few weeks, right? Where, you know, I'm a mother of a 13 year old. All of a sudden he went from being like, you know, the easiest kid in the world to little bits of flashes It's totally normal. (laughs) You know, and it is now he's always been the duration of this. When you talk to people with kids that have mood issues, you know, they will often say it occurred a long time. So does that mean they were always like that? Some? Yes. Um, Has it been extensive for a long time? Yeah. Then, you know, maybe it's six months or longer. What is going on with them? How long is this moodiness, this irritability? Okay. And intensity, how intense? So when it's normal, that typically the intensity is very different, right? So there might be an occasional episode where there's intense, but in general, maybe they're irritated or upset with you and they move on. Kids with mood disorders struggle to recover. I mean struggle. And of course, they're going to just have more of these irritations than a kid who where it's just a developmental phase. It also has to have an impact on daily functioning. So if you're moody and it's not really impacting anywhere, right? So the family relationship is still intact. School's okay. Peers are okay. I recently had um, somebody come to me because their child's moodiness is actually for the first time getting in the way of relationships with kids who are very cool kids very chill, and she really was like, "This is a problem. Like, I need to nip it. He needs the skills. We need to calm his brain." I was like, "Thank you. You're getting it. Have you know? We really have to do that there ha- is There is there cause or a trigger when it's a typical behavior developmental, and we know what the cause or trigger is. Like you did, you know, you got in a disagreement with a friend, or irritation with a sibling, or a bad test. But when it's a mood disorder." There doesn't have to be a cause or trigger. And in fact, the reactions tend to be disproportionate to what the issue is, right? Like it's an ant and the reaction to the problem is like it's an elephant. You got to be worried. You have a very reactive kid. You know what's going on. Physical symptoms are different. So kids who have a normal stressful period, leading to some moodiness. There may be some physical symptoms around the event, right? Around the trigger, but again, they dissipate. Kids with mood disorders tend to have physical symptoms for a long time: pain, stomach, nauseousness, gastro, any gastrointestinal kind of thing. So they're sleep problems. Now sleep problems again can occur around an issue. I've got a big test, I've taken my SATs, whatever it is, but then It goes away. Where when it's a mood disorder, that issue isn't really driving it, right? It's a situational stressor. Hey, parents, looking to turn those stressful days into moments of calm focus? Well, that's exactly why I created Neurotastic Multimag Brain Formula. It's the brain booster that helps kids. And parents stay centered and sharp. It's not magic, it's science, and it's just a spoonful away. Bring the balance with Neurotastic. Go to drrosanne.com forward slash magnesium to get special subscribe and save discounts with, of course, amazing gifts. drrosanne.com forward slash magnesium. Thoughts and perceptions. This is a big one. And we don't talk a lot about this. So when you're a typical kid, you know, you might have disappointment, you might have upset. But when you have a mood disorder, it's different. There's a sense of hopelessness. There's a catastrophe component. There is a much more of a global, oh my gosh, this is the worst. That is much more indicative of somebody with a mood disorder. And we have to be more worried about it. Historical context. That's just a way to say, like, it's just much more likely that when somebody has a mood disorder, there are other people in the family with a mood disorder. Yes, that can be genetic. It also can be that there's a behavioral part that the parent is not sharing their calm because of their own mood disorder. And there's a learned behavior component that's being passed on to kids. Now, I'm not saying that to make you feel bad. It's just a reality of what happens. I've had many times had families with mood disorders. And when you go and look at the brain profiles, a lot of times, uh, sometimes it is genetics, right? But then other times it could be that that parent had a trauma and is really stuck and then has a mood disorder on top of PTSD, chronic PTSD. And then those behaviors are what are displayed and that's what the kids have learned. So they display those same behaviors. Regardless of what the source is, there are always solutions. There are always ways to deal with things. And having a child with a mood disorder is perplexing. And many times they get misdiagnosed with ADHD, oppositional defiant, pretty much everything else. And we don't really think about a mood disorder. But if you have a child who really struggles with emotional regulation is viperish, quick to get angry and lash out, you really do want to think about a mood disorder. Now, those same behaviors can be seen with anxiety, OCD, pans and pandas, and any of those conditions can be can co-occur with a mood disorder. And things like chronic levels uh, used to be called dysthymia. Disruptive mood disorders are for children. We see that a lot where there's a level of just a constant irritation, right? It may not be extreme. It may be extreme. It could be full-blown depression or bipolar. There are other mood disorders, but disruptive mood disorders are more common in children than we think. And really, it's pretty rare that kids get accurately diagnosed with that. They typically are diagnosed with impulsive, hyperactive, impulsive ADHD or combined. If you are looking for solutions, you're looking for help, you can always go to drrosan.com forward slash help. We have a solution matcher. I hope this got your brain thinking. If you have a child, a teenager or a young adult, where you really are like, wait, this is not moodiness. This maybe is really a mood disorder. Get help. There are licensed providers all over the world, and that is really where you want to start. You're always welcome to be part of our community for solutions, but don't keep doing the same thing and expect a different result. Get moving, and you'll hopefully at least get help for yourself if your young adult or teenage child is resistant. You always want to get help for yourself so that you can share your calm and be a better parent and manage some of these strategies. Parenting is hard and there are many ups and downs, especially when you have a child or a teenager or even a young adult who struggles with mood, whether it's a normal developmental phase or it's a clinical issue. It's going to be okay when you take one step towards solutions that help calm the brain and give them the skills to cope with whatever issue is agitating them or irritating them or making them uncomfortable.